when I ask people what business they're in, they always give me the wrong answer. I, I ask a videographer, yo, what business are you in? That's a videographer. I ask, uh, uh, what's another? Just give me a random business that people do. Lash technician. Uh, lash technician. Yo, what do you do? I do lashes. No, you don't. You're in the. You're not in the business of doing lashes. You're in the business of acquiring customers. No, every entrepreneur that struggles struggles to realize that. Yo, what up? Right now, I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM. But this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, peep this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all tripping y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do is get in the room. Now I'm saying you... So you a videographer? I don't know because I don't know the, I don't know the day to day struggles of videographers and what they struggle with. But from the outside looking in, I would assume they struggle with getting clients because everybody, everybody in business, no matter everybody, everybody thinks that they're in. When I ask people what business they're in, they always give me the wrong answer. I, I ask a videographer. Yo, what business are you in? That's a videography. I ask, uh, uh, what's another? Just give me a random business that people do. Lash technician. Lash technician. Yo, what do you do? I do lashes. No, you don't. You're in the. You're not in the business of doing lashes. You're in the business of acquiring customers. No, every entrepreneur that struggles struggles to realize that. So say a videographer, just cause that's what we talking about right now. And I've even had conversations with you about this, but I'm pretty sure every other videographer, they're worried about getting new equipment. Why you need no equipment? Have your customers has have your customers asked you to get better equipment? Or do you just think you need better equipment to attract the higher clientele? Your clientele don't know about none of that shit. Oh, I need these. I need. I need all these lights and stuff. Whereas, the is your client like? Do they know about all those lights and stuff? Like, nah. But you. But you thinking that leads to the money because you're not focused on acquiring the customer. So everybody in business, at a base root of it, whatever it is, no, you. You're not in real estate. You're not in videography. You're not a lash tech. You. You. You don't. You don't, you're not in the food business. You're in the business of acquiring customers.
And I would assume, like I said, again, just assumption, but I know a lot of stuff business-wise is pretty much shit, shit got the same principles. So, so you could be like, and like I said, most videographers, they struggle with finding clients because they don't realize they're in the business of acquiring customers, but you don't only want to acquire customers, I would feel like in videography. Because that's why people do all kinds of stuff. I see one videographer doing a music video, then I see him doing a wedding shoot, then I see him doing uh, shooting stuff for a content creator like me. I might need somebody to go to Miami. We about to do some fly shit in Miami. Come document and stuff. Look, catch some footage of us at dinner and this and when we on the yacht and stuff. So they doing all this stuff basically freelance work. Whereas I feel like if they just had five clients on retainer, they would make way more money than they are doing all this different stuff. I don't know how many, you have experience of having people on retainer. I'm one of your clients that's on retainer. I don't know if you work with the dentist still, but I remember you had a dentist. But but you had but I'm just saying from what I know you had the dentist on retainer you got a couple more people on retainer so you know how to get clients on retainer and that's really what I feel like the goal is of a videographer just get you a few high paying people on retainer and you cool if somebody and I'm talking low end right now if somebody on the low end was charging a thousand dollars a month for a certain videography video services. You, you need 10 clients, that's six figures. You need 10 clients, that's $10,000 a month. And I'm saying low level because that, at 10K a month, that's a big benchmark for a lot of people. Yeah. Remember, I make $10,000 in a month, I thought I was rich. Like, that's all I'm saying. Versus these people saying, oh, what you, what you need, what you need, what you need. Go get you 10, 10 people at $1,000 a month, that's that. Or, or five people at five people at two thousand dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? Like then it just turns into numbers. So you got so you know how to get clients on retainer. So you could teach videographers how to get a retainer versus freelance work. And it seemed like it, and it seemed like a retainer work is. I would think less stress because you at least know yeah, that. I know nothing's guaranteed, like a client could leave or whatever. But you, but for the time being, you know this is coming in from that client versus. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta go find the, I gotta go find the work. I gotta go to. Yeah, y'all got a basketball tournament. Yeah, y'all need some work. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. So I think your niche could be that. That's what you. I seen the actually <laughs> on my plane hiatus or whatever. I seen that your boy, the um, the dude that do the work, do all the work for Shans and I saw I saw his interview with Ashcash. Oh yeah, that's his main thing: predictable income. Retainer. That's his main thing. That should be every videographer's main thing. That should be every business owner's main thing, predictable income. That's why I'm, right now we're taking a break from recording the course where I'm talking about 
making digital products. And the only reason I'm saying why it's so important to have digital products is because once you get it down and get the marketing correct, it it's predictable income. I've told you about certain stuff that I'm certain stuff that I'm working on and certain stuff that I previously done that I was like, oh, if I could do it over again, I would do it different. But this is how it is. So this is how I'm going. With that one particular thing I told you about, I still know regardless of the the struggles that I've had with it, I know eight to ten thousand dollars is coming in off of that a month. I, I know that, like as of right, it's not at it's not at no numbers I want, but it's predictable that eight to ten is about to come in from that. Or say a digital product, you got the marketing going, you it, and you got the KPIs and numbers to track. That's why one reason I was like. I ain't did what I want to do with it because I don't have the tracking in place. Because right. if you, because without that, you just pretty much borrowing money. Yeah, but with the with the tracking in place, then it turns into, then it really gets predictable. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, this many lead, this much lead gen equals this many, this much lead generation equals this many clicks. The click-through rate turns into this many people getting to this page of the funnel. Uh, from this page of the funnel, 35% of the people at least see this next step of the funnel. Out of that 35% of people, 15% of people see the next funnel. Out of the 35% that see the next step of the funnel, 12% uh, buy it. And out of those 12% that buy it, 7% buy the next thing. Them 12% that don't buy it, uh, out of the percentage of people that don't buy it, 20% of them buy the down sale. So it's like it starts to become predictable. So you can confidently be like, all right, well, let's just spend this much and, and have it go. Yeah. I'm like, I know it ain't to that level with the videography, but have them marketing channels that people use to acquire customers once you got them like you know you got this coming in from me you know you got this much coming in from him that much from her the brandon dude got the same stuff he knows i'm sure he got his clientele they pay whatever i i know which is what i was telling you what you started to put into effect but you still spend a lot of time editing I know for a fact that dude don't be sitting there editing. Oh yeah, stuff. no, and, and I'm and I'm on the I'm probably like two weeks away from getting that up from up under me. Yeah, but that's why he's able to scale. And then outside of his actual clientele, he's teaching. That's why I say the digital that's the value of the digital product. He's teaching other videographers how to like I said, get uh ain't this thing get Retaining retainer yeah. clients. Yeah, He's teaching other people that. And, and through he got his classes too, like he do like in person classes. Yeah, but that's all part of the uh what I was talking about in the course. That's part of the value ladder. I guarantee you when he if he has these events or whatever, he's recording them. And he's putting them in funnels and stuff. But just because you bought something then don't mean you can always change oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. 
It's like I got the real estate funnel, but I had a master class a couple of weeks ago. I can put that into the funnel. I told you I'm gonna start doing these. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do my first five day challenge. One of my uh, one of my OTOs is gonna be the challenge. So say everything I done, I done told you all this stuff I want. Like what we're what we're working on right now. That's gonna be OTO one in my funnel for my newest ebook, right? But say when I want to run the challenge, I can take this out of the OTO, and I can be like, oh, uh, let's put the let's put the VIP of the challenge as the OTO. So it'll be whatever the lead gen is. Outside of I'm gonna be running traffic to the funnel. But I was just thinking, like, if you're having funnels, I mean, if you're having challenges, and I'm going to probably have a challenge every month, probably, or every other month. Because I was asking Neo why he doesn't constantly market the challenge. Because, like, say Myron. Myron has a challenge every month. No matter what, he's having a challenge every single month. Myron's not spending nowhere near as much in marketing as, as Neo does like one of the things that I want to get to. I know Neo prides itself on. Ain't nobody gonna out. Nobody's gonna outspend Neo. Like nobody's gonna out. Like nobody's gonna outspend me. I'm gonna spend because he looks it. And I got out of the mindset too. My ads and stuff. I would be like, oh, I need the the return like now. I learned from Neo. He'd be like, if he gets his money back in one to two years, he's fine. And he's like, it's an investment. <laughs> like I can, if I get my money back in a year, cool. Right. And he's not even talking about profiting. He's just talking about getting it back because he looks at all the marketing that's associated with everything. If he gets all his money back, it's free marketing. Whereas I was just like, oh, I need the, I need the return. Uh, I broke even. I ain't make no money. No, you just did all that marketing at no cost. That's how he got all that info and take take the info out of it. You got all the leads, you got all the possible leads to work for no money out of pocket. Whereas how I used to think or how a lot of people think, oh, man, I broke even, I ain't making no money. You just got an extra two thousand people on your email list. You just got an extra two thousand people's phone numbers. I ain't make no money though. It ain't work. He's like, what? Yeah, it did. Or, or, uh, or like, uh, um, what was I saying? Legion. Or like, say Wallow and Gilly. I'll tell you, once this cuts off, I got, <laughs> I got some insider information on, uh, what they what they deal is about to be, because they they deal with bar stools is about up. They about to get paid, bro. They about to get paid. But say, I know I know the price to appear on their on their podcast, right? So, say if you pay whatever, and it's, it's depends on how you look. I don't want to put their business out there like that, but. Say if you pay whatever to get on their podcast. Those um when you appear on their podcast, 
that investment that you made, you may not get it back initially. But they're one of the top podcasts. Like if I tell you, when I tell you the number that they're gonna get, like you already know they got a big podcast. But you know, like, like damn, they about to get that. So you got that exposure to my homeboy was just on the episode with uh, Jay Prince. My homeboy Dion, shout out Dion. Dion was just on there. That episode with Jay Prince got the episode with Jay Prince came out six days ago. It got eight hundred eighty-two thousand views. He had eight hundred eighty-two thousand people see him. He had eight hundred eighty-two thousand people know that he exists. They didn't know Dion existed before <laughs> that episode of Million Dollars Worth of Game. He gives out, he didn't sell anything on there either. He gave what I was talking about on the value ladder, on the course that I'm shooting, he gave the freebie. So when, when they get directed to the freebie, he got all his product, the next thing on the freebie he got all the stuff that, like, you get the free, click it, yeah, cool. But then after the freebie, you, he's offering his stuff. He does credit, a uh, bunch of credit stuff. So he's probably got his ebooks, courses, mentorships, all this stuff right there. Outside of that, he got, um, I was getting phone numbers because in order to get the freebie, you had to text, blah, blah, blah. Text, uh, uh, Damn, what is what is it that Dion? It's like a specific niche in credit, but I can't even remember what it is. But text text credit to blah 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 for the freebie. It's it's usually one hundred forty seven dollars. You giving it to y'all for free. He got all these people texting the joint, so it's like yeah, he ain't get his money back yet, but he got all them possible leads. His mentorship is. He got a 5K and a 10K mentorship. He's selling them like hype cakes. So you don't think them, them lead flows is at some point gonna turn into a customer form? I think day one, I think day one, it wasn't even like a full day of it out. I think he had collected like 800 something phone numbers. And that was just with less than a day, six days in now with almost 900,000 views now. So it's just like the videographer dude that was on Ash Cash's joint. I don't know if he got on there by relationship or if he paid a fee to get on there, but it's however many people, because I listened to this joint on the way to the airport the other morning. I was like, oh, this is a video dude. So I think your space would be uh I don't know what your I know the title of your ebook, but I ain't like read it or nothing or seen the video content. But I think that's more of a is it like technical stuff, like how to do certain stuff with the camera and color grading? I think it's overwhelming. Um so the 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 ebook is seven steps to turn a camera to a cash cow, and it's like it's not technical. The the OTO is 
can be technical. Oh, uh, it's possible. Yeah, OTO is technical. But and the and the last step in the seven steps talks about a retainer. Yeah. That's the last step in the, in the seven joints. Um, yeah. So it's essentially, so it's like the seven steps is pretty much to, to help somebody go from literally zero to 10. But you bought the, you bought the Brandon dude's stuff though, right? Yeah. It's his stuff similar. Like what's he, what's his ebook and stuff about? Uh, his ebook is about, it's similar. But I think mine is more in depth. So he's his main he's, he talks about clients, clientele, and predictable income and like do's and don'ts type of stuff. Uh he don't he doesn't go into like technical stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he not like for me and I, that's why I say I, I probably it's probably a bit I probably could like tone it down a little bit because I'm almost like talking to too many people. I don't. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I said, I think you're overthinking it because you can always change the stuff, but I don't think you got no feedback from nobody. Like, you think it's overwhelming. Ain't nobody told you it's overwhelming. Right. It's like what I was saying earlier, like with, not you, but just saying like videographers, period. Like, they like they, th- they think they need all this new equipment like this. You told yourself you needed all this right. new equipment. Your clientele didn't tell you yeah. that yeah, you need I, this new I equipment. Think, so this is what happened. I feel like it's like when I when I created it, I was like, oh, this like this is a lot of value in this joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then the more information I acquired from either listening to you. Myron or Zen, like you know what I'm saying, just taking this shit, and I'm like, then they, then I start to think like, ah, maybe. Nah, maybe but but if you listening to me or you listening to Myron and stuff, we ain't talking about the content. Of, we talking about how to sell it. Myron talking about how to sell your stuff. Well, there's one thing that he said that made me think about, and I even switched up the shit on my landing page, the sales page. He was he was speaking to, to like giving away too much of what is in it because it could be it could come across as like ah, I ain't trying to do all that. But uh, that's what I said. That's that's not components of your course. That's selling the course. You talking about taking back stuff from like you did too much in the videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if Myron says anything, all he's talking about is selling. He ain't talking about the the components of what your course should include. He talking about how to sell your joint. And when I have to be talking about the digital marketing aspects of stuff, I'm not talking about like the 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 what it should be, what should be. I can tell you what should be in it, but I'm talking about. The marketing aspect of it. I ain't talking about like how oh, you gave too much in the course. I don't think it's I don't think that's possible. But selling, there's a there's a there's principles in psychology to selling. Right. So you hearing sales stuff and equivalenting it to uh value. Yeah, like actual value. 
in the stuff that you're selling. But we always selling value, but you get what, yeah, you get what I'm saying? It ain't like you selling people bullshit. Like you know the value that it has, and then you just have to persuade the person that you got the value that they're looking for. But I wouldn't take nothing out of the course though. Like that's impossible to get too much. Right. And even if it is like to somebody like, whoa. Cause the idea, cause this is so like when I started to think about it being too much, it wasn't like the idea of giving too much value. It's the idea of, like I said, speaking to many people. So it's like, you know, like speaking to a specific person where I just say, for example, I could either talk to somebody who already has a business mm-hmm. and they're looking to make it better, or I could talk to somebody who's looking to start from ground zero. But it, I would say it feels like I should pick one versus what I have now, which is everybody can benefit. Or you can talk about one and everybody can't, just like the course that we're in the process of shooting right now. An aspiring entrepreneur or somebody that got stuff going is going to get value from this. Because I'm, imagine if me a year ago got this. Got this. I had stuff going, right. and I could be like, "Oh, okay," mm-hmm. or I could not have stuff going, and I'm telling you how to how to create it. Yeah. Because they don't. Because a person don't. They don't have to take everything from what. It is. My shit like a Marvel movie, bro. My mama can go to a Marvel movie with me and enjoy it and not know what happened in the last one. Or somebody that's been since the first Iron Man can watch the Marvel movie and enjoy it too. That's how my stuff is. Because last time I was home, me and my mama went to watch um, uh the movie bro uh strange. yeah mm-hmm. me and my mom went to watch dr strange into the multiverse you know i'm into the i'm not into the comics but i'm into the marvel universe mm-hmm. so i'm into all this stuff so i'm like yeah let's go and especially when the, the nerd about to come out of me when dr strange i don't know if you've seen the last spider-man or not nah i heard it was good though when it came out like three months ago it was longer than that but yeah but Dr. Strange messed, he messed with the multiverse. Like he did some stuff for, for Spider-Man that opened up the the possibilities of them like starting to play with the multiverse and stuff. I'm like, oh, they about to do the multiverse? My mama don't know nothing about no multiverse. Or like even when I told you to watch the uh, Miles Morales animated Spider-Man oh, yeah, movie, that's all multiverse stuff. I'm like, oh, they they playing around with it. Maybe they'll do it in the like the real movies. But I'm I'm sitting there ready to go to because I'm like, oh, the multiverse stuff. They do this. I know how Sony used to own Spider Man. Now Marvel do. Uh, Sony don't own Venom no more. So I'm like, maybe Venom can come into this world. And Fox don't own the X Men no more. Marvel does. So I'm like, oh, they could have. The multiverse could have all these characters being introduced and all this stuff. So that's why I'm going to see like the fandom. My mama don't know nothing about none of that stuff. 
she loved, she really enjoyed yeah. Dr. Strange 2, Into the Multiverse, whatever it was called. Wicked Spooky Multi, it had some weird long name. So I'm like, I, I feel like with what the work we've done today, if somebody's making a thousand dollars a month, they can start making seven, ten thousand a month like that. If somebody making ten, they can start making like thirty, fifty, sixty. If somebody at a hundred, they can start making a million. If somebody's at zero, they can start making five, ten, fifteen. Like in a in a decent amount of time. Cause it ain't about where they are. It's just about the fact that they can multiply. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the marketing channel, marketing side of things, which I'm going to get into in the course, amateurs make money on the front end, experts make money on the back end. You looking too much to make the money off of the eBooks and courses and stuff. Would the real money be I'm sure that Brandon got, for example, I'm sure he got mentees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all lead magnets mm -hmm. to get to that. Like my mastermind, this is, yeah, I won't make the money, but this is a lead magnet to introduce myself to somebody mm -hmm. that'll. Try to invest later in the future to like the bigger stuff. Take them up my value ladder, which I broke down. Freebie, ebook, continuity, course, mentorship, mastermind. That ebook may be the thing that introduced them to you. That course may be the thing that they got introduced to you. And then go from there. You think your audio sounds good, hearable on this? Oh, I was about to say. Look, you know what's funny? I was going to say. This is a podcast. Uh, no, no like, this is going to be. I just wonder I, what I you sound like. I thought that to myself. Like, whenever you were done talking, I was going to be like, and hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of <laughs> at the Top. I literally was thinking that like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, two birds and one stone. Man. Honestly, bro, I was thinking that when I hit record. Oh, for real? <laughs> Cause I thought it just, cause we just talked like this period, mm -hmm. and then I was like, uh, I remember that come up conversation and stuff. Cause I still might use that as an episode or something, like, or I throw it in as a bonus for something. Yeah, cause that real, nah, that ain't from the come up con. Yeah, that come up yeah. conversation. I got a real. They got like. Three million views or something off of that. I'm like, and ain't nobody even seen the whole conversation. They just seen. They be on that joint split screen. <laughs> they just seen a sixty second clip of a conversation. And be like, still, you ain't used the whole that joint from a neck though. Oh, that could be episodes of the podcast. It could be that was like that was the first one. That was the first time we just hit, hit and said go. Mm-hmm. Bro, this shit got. That was 30 minutes. Mm. 
Is it still rolling? Because uh, I wanna I wanna find this real quick. I just don't know where it oh yeah, I had on the my favorite um had on my favorite sweatshirt. At 2.4 million. She got 2.4 million views. It was a, it was a trending, it was a trending sound on Instagram. Man. That's why that's why I was like that's why I was like people was like, man, you need to do a split screen of a split screen. My man's Mike. Shout out to Mike. My man's Mike told me. Cause I didn't even know it was a trending sound. I just kept getting notifications, blah, blah, blah. I made a sound using your and Instagram, when you get a lot of notifications, it don't tell you every single notification. Like if I don't know, like if you get a follower, does it say blah 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 followed you and then the blue button to follow back comes up? Yeah. Mine don't do that. What is, what is it? it says it says um uh it'll say like two of the names and however many other people recently followed you. Mm. Like you see Oh yeah, that'll pop up for me too. Like it is like right there it says blah 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 and a hundred eight other people followed you. Mm-hmm. I don't ever get the just the one individual. Yeah, I wonder when uh, I wonder what number it hits to do that. But but I will say here lately, like the last week and a half or so, I have been getting a random one. Like you see that random one right there. Mm-hmm. I've been getting like a random one, but usually the random ones that pop up like. Like this dude, I don't want to sound crazy and be like he's a nobody, but like he's like a regular. Everybody's regular, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? But in the past, the past like week and a half, when stuff like that's been happening, it's been like the verified people of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I got hyped too. I don't know if you watch football, but Sean Merriman, Sean Merriman followed me. Oh, word. I got hyped because I used to watch him for the Chargers. He and he get a sack of a big kid. He'd be like this. He used to, yeah. He used to be uh when I was working at the uh, at Muscle Farm, they had like a dope like facility hooked up to the to the building. Sean Merriman told me that he, bro, that's crazy. I'm like sitting there. I'm watch, I used to watch this man on Sundays. We DM and chopping it up back and forth. That's why I love social media, bro. I don't know if I want to put this man business out there, bro. You see that DM? How much money he said he made off of his insurance company? Mm-hmm. I made a post. He saw one of my reels where I was talking about a virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. He write me back talking about he's made however many millions of dollars off of building a company strictly off of VAs. That's the only reason he messaged me. I was like, Sean, man, I'm gonna follow him back. (laughs) Then like two days later, Chingy followed me. (laughs) I was about to say something so stupid. (laughs) I wanted wanted to say something stupid. Shout out to Chingy, man, because I followed him back. Because Chingy, I like like Chingy's page because Chingy's like a, 
For one, I, I was a fan. Yeah. That's why I wanted to say some stupid stuff. I wanted to be like, bro, you don't know how many twerks you got me. <laughs> bro, you got me some lap dances like back in the gap. And I wanted to say that, but I was just like, y'all appreciate the love. <laughs> Boy, it took the cool ride. Yeah. Cool ride. Cause you know, you don't want to be that weird. You don't want to be that weird nigga. Like even like in person, like I know you've hung around some people where you like, might be like, oh, that's that's him. Let me be cool though. Like you don't be the the weird ass nigga. I was hearing Twenty One Savage talk about that. He was talking about meeting Jay Z. It was at Jay Z crib or something. He was like, yo, my head. I'm like, yo, this Jay Z. Like what the man was like, oh, was you excited to get picture? He's like, no, nah, I ain't asking for no picture. He said, I wanted to, but you know, you gotta be play it cool. You don't want to be the weirdo in the, you know what I'm saying? It's just like if I feel like I ha- I truly feel like I have a I have a chance of meeting hope because of your relationships in Los Angeles. I feel like it's I don't feel like it's like I feel like it's a strong possibility that one day I could possibly meet Jay Z just because I'm with you at an event somewhere. I know when that time does come. I ain't gonna ask him for a picture. Because I know whatever that environment is that I that I meet him, nobody else is gonna be. Yeah. And I don't wanna be like, yo. Yeah, your man's. You don't wanna be, you don't wanna be whose man's is this? Everybody else just talking, socializing, drinking, eating, and you out here like <laughs> <laughs> Like when you was in the Love him, old buddy tried to sneak the video. Yeah, he smacked his hand out of his But it's just, it's just crazy the power of social media. Like, people I was fans of, like, tapped in. I know everybody's just people. I got hyped when uh, 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 Lola Monroe followed me. No disrespect to King Los, I respect your talent, man. Especially that that freestyle he did where everything was A's. Or everything, was it everything? Yeah. You ain't seen it? I got to show it to you, bro. Everything he said was like, and not like every couple, every word that he said was like an A. Every word he said was like a B. And Los done penned some, some banks, some hits too. No, he was writing for Diddy and stuff. I remember, I can't remember which mixtapes it was, but I was tapped in the Lowe's for like yeah. two of them mixtapes. Yeah, so no disrespect to your wife, bro, but I was just a big fan of, <laughs> you know, but you know, you speaking on women that you know are married yeah. and I'm going to post this online and there's a chance that. I've had stuff go viral. There's a chance that it could go viral. And it's like, man, who is the Aston CEO dude talking about? He love my wife. All you got to do is say, peace, king. <laughs> You'd be good. Nah, I'm just saying I was a fan. I was a fan. I remember the, um, was it King? I don't know. I was just a fan. I, I still think to this day, Lola got like top top three to she's one of the goat faces 
like pretty faces of all humankind, bro. And I seen a, a, cause I followed her back and she got, um, she got like skincare products and she be showing like no filter. Just, I'll be like, what? Now, low key one be like, yo, you know, you, you do the digital bag. You <laughs> like, I low key want to message you and just like show love. Yeah, you should, man. If it's on your heart, it came from God. Now, I've messaged her before, but it was like on some like complimentary to something she posted. Mm -hmm. See, I said like hard. She said thank you. It was like something on the story, which was at, cause you know, I'd be, yeah. I guess the way I saw some people call it dick riding, I call it showing love. Showing love. Uh, Supreme Dreams, they got a skit where he's showing love and they're like, man, quit dick riding. <laughs> they bad, you seen they hooping. It's like everything he says about dude, yeah. he dick ride. And then he says something negative about dude. Cause he's like, damn, everything I'm dick riding. So he said something like, he can't go live. Man, why you hating? He's like, what? He's like, what? Y'all just said I was. But nah, bro, look at, uh, I'm gonna try to find one real quick, bro. I ain't got no real service down here, but. This is one of them, like just the, this ain't like a picture, but it's like a skincare routine. That's no filter, no, that's just like the light in your mirror. Cause I guess through her content, she had, she was showing like old pictures where she actually had like skin problems and stuff and acne and through whatever products it is that she, she owns, like got a, her looking like crazy fine. Like her skin look like a filter. Yeah. Except you can still see her facial features. Cause you seen that video? I think I might've sent it to you where that kid, <laughs> it was like two kids, like maybe teenagers or something. They was on, on like a FaceTime call or Zoom call or something. And the chick tried to play the dude. He had glasses on. She's like, shut up. You over here looking like a nerd. Four eyes or something like that. He said, shut up over old head ass. Old smooth face. Because she had like a... Well, so. Like, old smooth face. He's like, you don't even you don't even have no facial features. And she was like, no, I do have facial features. He's like, shut up, nigga. You look easy to draw. <laughs> Oh, like the disrespect. You say, oh, girl, look easy to draw. That's funny, bro. She ain't got no facial features. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I ain't never heard nobody say that, bro. I mean, it's just the, the power of social media cool, man. Like, you know, do you know of J.O.? Justin Owens? Mm -hmm. All the stuff Neo wears is J.O. spring. Mm -hmm. New AC, CEO. Well, Neo's the owner of it now, but they ain't in that circle. He wanted him to circle the CEO. 
That's his Instagram name. Is New Age CEO. I mean, rapper, athlete, entrepreneur. Yeah. But I'm. I met Jo in Atlanta. Didn't I think I might say like at most what's what up? Mm-hmm. Like he. Everybody's everybody's somebody to somebody. Mm-hmm. No matter what, everybody has some level of influence. Somebody might have 50, 50 followers on social media, but you have a level of influence over whatever. So when I say he know who I like, don't know, don't know, but everything's real. Somebody could have a million followers and people don't still won't know who, because the population of millions are very small. Yeah, and Instagram is crazy. It, <clears throat> but I met him and he put us through like a training thing about leadership because JL's like real big on this one of the things he coaches is leadership. Mm-hmm. And the training, my the training he did, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm cuffing this joint because it was it was cold. Like for an in person event, what he did was cold, bro. <laughs> it was like a it was like a strategy where he just picked random people, might have been ten, and everything he was telling us to do, you couldn't talk, and you had to figure out how to do it, like as a team, and the basis of the basis of the lesson was a leader's always gonna, the leader's always gonna pop up. So no, in no matter what situation, the leader's gonna pop up, and then there's gonna be people that follow the leader, or fall in line, and it just so happened it was ten of us or eight of eight to ten of us. And it was like, it was like something like, uh, all right, everybody. Something be quiet. Y'all can't talk to each other. That's the rules. Y'all can't talk to each other. Y'all can't make hand gestures. Nothing. Stand in order from small to tallest. A shortest to tallest. It's like, okay, that's pretty simple. Look. Like, all right, everybody, clap it up for him. Clap it up, clap it up. Like, all right, now. Um Put your, because he knew we might uh, have known each other because we all in the same mastermind. Even though I didn't know, I don't, I didn't know everybody in the line. Then the next task was like, now put yourself in order, in alphabetical order from y'all's last names. Can't talk to each other, can't make gestures, can't. Somebody had an idea first. They went, they found somebody, grabbed a piece of paper, started writing. Like a like a leader immediately emerged. Yeah, yeah. Then somebody from what they was working on, uh, they had a they had a great idea. I think it was a uh can't remember who popped up first. Whoever it was, they had a great idea, but they weren't executing the writing down everybody's name and stuff like it was disorganized like everybody was going writing stuff but you couldn't tell like it's just names here it's yeah. sanford here uh, it's a s here and a s here and a m over here and a something over here yeah. and it's like okay then uh my own girl kelly then kelly comes up she's like she grabs some other stuff and then it's like but she got that she took his stuff and like made it better yeah. and he fell in line like oh, hmm. then we then we did it and it's like uh, 
but the whole message of it was like, it's like a leadership drill. I was like, oh, he cold with it. And then also in the in the in the joint, you saw where Neil lost his voice. He had J.O. come out. J.O. didn't have nothing. Uh, he didn't have nothing planned. Neil was like, bro, I need you to, um, cause he came out, he talked about some stuff, value like, like some stuff. Cause he, that's like in the clips you see on Instagram, he in the suit and stuff, but his voice ain't all the way there. He told J.O. like, yo man, I, and you know, Neil's like a, a high energy type of dude. He's like, I, I don't, I can't bring the energy cause my voice, like, can you, can you get the crowd right and get the energy right and introduce me and stuff? Jay was like, all right, yeah, what you, um, he said, uh, he said they was talking, they was in like a little, one of the little rooms and the comp, like, you know, it was in the big conference, they in some little room in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Jay was like, yeah, I got you. And he's, and Neo said there was a little candy dish right there. JL just grabbed some candy bars out, out the thing, little fun size joints, grabbed the candy bars out, put them in his pocket, and walked up on stage. He was like, Neo's was like, what did he just grab candy for? Like I told him, get the crowd hype. Yo, I'm out in the rainforest right now, ATVing with a group of high level entrepreneurs. Watch everybody that I walk by. Problem. Eight-figure entrepreneur, seven-figure entrepreneur, six-figure entrepreneur, six-figure entrepreneur, seven-figure entrepreneur. Look, the most important thing that you can do is get in the room. What does your circle look like? Who are you surrounded by? Who are you learning from? If you're the strongest person in your circle, you're not in a circle, you're in a cage. And everybody has some type of IP, some type of intellectual property that you should be making money on. If you don't know how to monetize your mind, get in the right rooms and get around the right people, tap in with me. I'm like, this dude just, how we was talking earlier, like public speaking, certain people got, I don't know if he's done this before or if he just freezed at it, but it was cold. So he's dropping, he's dropping all, he's giving game, giving game. And he says, wow, y'all, y'all come to stuff like this and um, y'all love the bars, but y'all don't, y'all don't do nothing with the information. Y'all just love to get motivated. Mm-hmm. He said, it has to work or, it has to work or. It has to work. He, if he sees you say it, he throw you a candy bar. Bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you do anything is what? Bar. He tossing candy bars in the crowd, bro. <laughs> he said some other thing like, uh, "This is just any saying that he can come up with." It's no excuses. Whatever. Bar. But the, but he had like a cold message to go with it. Like, stop, stop just getting motivated off of the bars. <laughs> and he's like, "Does it? Does this bar have substance? Sustenance?" <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, if he did that on top. And Neo was like, Neo was like, yo, this boy cold. I literally just asked him. He wasn't, he was just there just to show support. Cause they all in Atlanta and they all rock. He was like, he's just there to show support. Wasn't playing to speak. Didn't ask for no money and nothing. He just, I, my voice was there. I was like, bro, I just need something just to, mm-hmm. 
because I don't want to walk up there to crickets and get into like technical teaching. Yeah. Well, I got you. All right. <laughs> Bar. But the I'm saying the power of social media, I'm like, even though I did that little training with J.O. and at most, what up? Mm -hmm. What's good, fam? That's it. You followed me on social media yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Probably because of something real that went. And some other some other cats down there in Atlanta that I know of, mm -hmm. but don't know. I'm like, it's crazy just off of yeah. social media. Yeah. And then I have people with like a million followers like following me, and then they'll be messaging me like, yo, can you show me how to make some money? I'm like, you got a million followers, you don't know how to make no bread. Verified and everything. I'll be like, yeah, but, but man, that's, yeah, that's gonna be a podcast episode. I just hope you're. They can hear you of some, some type of way. I realized, like, I was like, oh yeah, cause this John record. Yeah, that's why I was saying through that, mm -hmm. either through that or I know the microphones. It, it'll be faint from there, but they can definitely. Hear yeah, so, and add this, what I'm saying right now is podcast, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. people really need to see that, I, we really just be, <laughs> we just be chopping it up, yeah, but, uh, cut it, let's get, let's get, oh, oh, hold up, just, just to show there's no cap in my rap, <laughs> <laughs> No let's let's get back to recording this course. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's P. <laughs> man, shout out to YSL, man. Oh, man. Tough times. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc